Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. Starting off the show tonight, we heard uh, Nader the Priest with uh, London with uh, Ride You Through the Night. And just heard Vandenberg there with uh, Wait. Wait till the shit hits the fan. And when this guy steps up to the mic, you know that shit will be hitting the fan. It is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? What is up, man? How are we? We're back for another week. The weeks are just flying by before you know it's going to be middle of the summer. I know. Thank God, because I'm about tired of this fucking cold. <laughs> well, it's it's going to shape up and get a little warmer next week. I hope, man. I mean, it's cold. I'm tired of being cold, man. I'm ready for... I don't even need it to be hot. Just give me yeah. like 50s or 60s, and I'm good. Even 70s, but you know, I don't need a hundred. I don't need I know you like the nineties and all that shit. I'm, oh, I, I don't necessarily like it that warm, but I do like a sunny day. Yeah. I'm good with about 70. Right at 70. Good. Just enough to not wear the hoodie. And I'm I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. But uh here we are. We're we're almost to the end of February already. Almost two months uh, of this year gone by already. Just two two less months of the uh, Biden administration to uh, to put up with. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's not doing a great job? Oh yeah, fantastic. I haven't been following along. Is something going on that I'm not aware of? I, I you know, the whole world is in upheaval as far as I know, but uh, you know, I try to try to stay out of the fray. <laughs> I have watched exactly nothing on this bullshit in the Ukraine or Russia or wherever the fuck it is. I haven't watched anything on it either. Uh, all I know is that uh, what are we going to do about it? That's yeah. Uh, what are we going to do about it? I know. I know. I, I keep seeing these companies that everybody needs to be hip and cool and representing. And I keep seeing all these companies. I keep getting all these emails. We support the Ukrainian. Oh, shut up cares what does that mean do you really how, does, that how mean, do you... does that mean thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers we support the ukrainians thoughts pretty and much prayers. that that's pretty much what it is it's just a we, thoughts we, and prayers we stand with the ukraine so what yeah. does that mean what yeah. does that mean unless you're russian who doesn't stand with the ukraine right now i mean for fuck's sake it's like <laughs> what, what what does that mean it just means yeah <laughs> we got your back not really but yeah we do yeah <laughs> we won't do anything but god damn it we're gonna send out a strongly worded meme yeah <laughs> I, I i don't i never understand that garbage when i see it and hear it and it's like so what does that mean are you are you gonna go over there and handle business or what are you doing oh well you know i'm, I'm just uh you know i'm standing in solidarity yeah. We're in solidarity. We are. We're not what even going to give. We're not even going to give the Ukrainian people a discount when they want to use our service. Right. <laughs> yeah, just ridiculous. But anyway, I I I don't know what to say about it because I really don't know what to say about it. There's just nothing. I can't add anything to it. I don't yeah. have an opinion. I'm not in the. You know, I'm not in the upper echelon of the uh, world governments. I I have no input. Yeah. So, so for me to even comment on it, that you should do this, man. I have no interest. I'm, I'm, you know, I hate to be the callous prick about it, but unless, unless this somehow is going to bleed back into, into here, I have zero interest in it. Yeah. You know, I almost made the identical statement today. I, I had, I was asked about what's my thoughts on this and I will read verbatim. This is okay. exactly my thoughts. All right. 
Let me read it verbatim what I said. Uh, where is it? Right, here it is. Uh, the question was asked, uh, what are your thoughts on the whole Russia thing? This is exactly my answer. Not, uh, not a whole lot we can do about it. Putting head Biden isn't uh, strong enough to uh, intervene unless it comes to our door or threatens the U.S. directly. This is a world problem. Yeah. That's it. And, and a not, statement. And, you know, I'm too old to serve, so <laughs> I'm too old and fat to serve. So I, I sure as fuck ain't worried about that. So, right. You know, and at this point, I think even my kids are too old to serve. So, sure. Jesus Christ, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I did right. in order to uh, stand in solidarity with the Ukrainians uh, today. What's that? I, uh, I I got the bug to go shopping, and as I'm sure you know, you know what the uh, the code word is going shopping today. Yeah, yeah. What that means? Pew 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 pew. <laughs> I have added another piece of arsenal to the Neely armament. Well, let me put you on full screen. All Hold right. on. Let me get you up there so that everybody can see. I have uh, purchased a 357 Magnum. Oh, look at this monster. Holy fuck. Smith & Wesson 357 Magnum, which will make a nice companion piece to my uh, 44 Magnum, both Smith & Wesson. But this <laughs> one, this one has the... Um, Let's see if I can make that better. What is it? It says seven. Eight? No, seven. Seven? Yeah, seven. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> so, got the seven shots. Go ahead, make my day. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> so, there you are. The new 357, a new piece to the uh, Neely armament. What'd that cost you? It's 800 bucks. Did you pay for it with the chat room money, you rich prick? <laughs> I paid with it from the sweat of my brow. Cash, motherfuckers. Cash. <laughs> I paid cash. Look at you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I cashed in the chat room money. There and you go. Paid, paid cash. <laughs> Bought the whole store with all that chat room money, right? Not I just did. that one gun, the whole store. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I added to the arsenal. I, I was talking to the guy at uh, Copper uh, Custom Armament today where I purchased my my gun, which is where I purchased a majority of my guns. Right. And uh, I said, you know, I've been, I, I had my eye on that Smith & Wesson um, revolver for a while. And uh, 357 Magnum uh, ammo is a little hard to get. Right. Unfortunately, uh, the uh, ammo distributor that I use online, um, outdoor, outdoor, what is it called? I'm trying to think it's called outdoor or something or other. But uh, anyway, I buy. They seem to always be in stock, and uh, I will have to purchase some 357 Magnum ammo this week. Nice uh, for that, and. Uh, so he was telling me, I said, yeah, I'm not seeing too many of those around. He goes, well, revolvers are become less in demand and they're becoming, uh, more scarce out there Okay, as everybody's going with the semi-autos, you know, and the magazines that hold 17, 18, you know, shots mm -hmm. rather than a revolver. And, uh, you know, I just like to have a variety of uh, calibers, right? So, 
So uh, I've added the 357 to the arsenal. When it all goes down, they're going to be like, this wild guy that looked like he was from the 80s came in and just kept changing guns. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I, I was just kind of chuckling to myself in the car. It's like, why do you need that many guns? And it says, because I'm a right winger. That's right. I'm a, one of those right wingers. Look, you can't shoot up a school with only one gun, man. Exactly. Please. <laughs> Uh, so dude, funny. it's so funny that you're talking about guns tonight. I was, I was doing a, um, a little video, just a phone call, but it was like a video phone call with John on Thursday. Cause, um, I hooked him up with, um, James Labrie's kid on his show. Yeah, you told me you were going to do that. Yeah. So after we were, we were kind of like talking about it after his show and, and we were talking about guns for some reason. And I was like, dude, I'm never more than like 10 feet from a gun. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. And I literally pointed behind me and like <laughs> leaned. I was in my, I was in my room. I was like, see that black right over there. There's my, there's, there's the judge. You know? <laughs> and he was like, God damn, you are fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that'll, that'll probably be my next uh, purchase. Either, either, either the judge or the, um, uh, what's the, the, the other one, uh, uh what uh a it, glock it, you know you have uh, a glock no 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 it, the, it's similar to the judge it's called the the tourist oh, the governor the governor the governor yeah yeah the good judge or the governor right yeah so that's gonna probably be my next purchase okay i like i like that uh little 410 sure little 410 shotgun in your hand <laughs> dude that's what i love about the judge is the those fucking 410s yeah Ain't I, nobody surviving that. Yeah, it's it's interesting though. I, I think I told that story that uh one of my um I think one of my nephews has either the judge or the governor and mm -hmm. he brought it out uh to my sister's farm and uh we were shooting at um at you know pop cans. Right. And, and we had some pop cans sitting on the ground, uh you know, the ones we were we were going to shoot at. Mm -hmm. And uh <laughs> Even though we were shooting above the ones on the ground, the ones on the ground got it. <laughs> <laughs> they were pissing out pop. The ones well, on the ground. <laughs> well, dude, when I went and actually decided to buy the judge, it was after watching YouTube videos where they were shooting. They were shooting like car doors. Yeah. And I mean, they were, I don't know, 50 feet away or whatever. And they were shooting car doors and it was blowing holes that you could stick your head in yeah, out of the car door. And I was like, yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> I, I, Bill Burr, I think, uh, had a little uh, dissertation about buying a gun for self-defense and right went into the gun store and was talking to the old timer behind the counter there. And he goes, you know, what, what would be a good uh, <laughs> what would be a good uh, gun for you know, home defense, you know, he goes, get this shotgun, get this shotgun. You won't miss what you're shooting at. It's got that spread, you know, right. it's got that spread. <laughs> <Get> the shotgun. <laughs> that is true. But that, that uh, serves both purposes, the shotgun and the, and the slug, depending on which one you want to shoot. Sure. So, uh, yeah, so a lot, lots of fun. So, so more, more, uh, armament for the Neely, uh, bunker, more gunnery for you exactly hail and kill caller you're on the air hail and kill i have a question and i know nothing about guns well you shouldn't because uh you know 
Australia banned guns for the citizenry over there. They they went around, rounded it up just like the Jews going to a Nazi camp. They took up all your guns and said, fuck you, you citizenry. You're not going to defend yourself. Well, I can't walk walk straight, let alone shoot straight. <laughs> but um, why do they call it? Why do they call the gun the judge? Is it because it's the judge of whether somebody lives or dies? Probably, probably. It's just or, a name, or, but or, or the governor. The governor will uh, determine your sentence or commute your sentence, one or the other. All right. Yeah. Now I'm just 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 curious. Well, it's, um, it's just the name that the manufacturer gave that model. Yeah, I'll let you go. But maybe you can go into how many guns you both own, hail and kill. <laughs> well, I own I own quite a quite a few guns. Well, you have five now. I have uh, two AR-15s. I have the Herstal FN uh, 15, which is an AR-15, and of course, I bought the uh, Black Rain. Uh, Crip series AR-15. Right. Then, then I've got the uh, the Banshee, the little nine millimeter uh, kind of pistol gun thing. It kind of looks like a pistol. It's too mm-hmm. it's too sh- it's too long for a pistol, but it's too short for a rifle. Uh, but it's the little uh, CMMG Banshee, right? right. It's a nine millimeter. Then uh, I have the Smith and Wesson forty four. I got Jeez. the new Smith and Wesson. Uh, 357. I got the uh, FN Herstal uh, 45, um, and I've got the um, uh, Beretta um, PX4 Storm 9 millimeter. Jeez, what is that? Like nine? Let's see, that's uh, one, two ARs, the Banshee, the 44, the 357, the 45, and the nine. So that's seven seven jeez yeah. oh man yeah the ukrainians could use you you fucking armed <laughs> well, monster that's, jesus well that's that's why i went out today and got that because i stand with the ukrainians that i figured as much you know, i that, feel like I, a pauper because i only have three in a crossbow <laughs> and the crossbow is, isn't even assembled no it's in a box right there <laughs> i'm thinking that's going to be one of one of these things that i throw into the um throw on onto the vip thing is the day that i actually unbox and put together the crossbow Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. you can watch that fun <laughs> yeah look at me look at me fumble around while i assemble the crossbow yeah watch this what watch me not be able to put it together because i'm a dope <laughs> <laughs> look somebody's coming through the door where's my arrows <laughs> <laughs> where's my arrows oh what you think i won't keep an arrow on it at all times (laughs) keep it cranked keep it cranked and ready don't you you know goddamn well i'm gonna be the guy that fucking ends up in the hospital with an arrow coming out of his leg or something (laughs) i accidentally set it off yeah you know other guys other guys keep their pistols or their guns uh locked and loaded you keep yours cranked yeah look at this what other guns do I have other than the judge? I have a um I have a Mossberg 22 and I have a Mosin Nagant. From the war. <laughs> yeah, so you know, and the reason we own the guns because we're right wingers. <laughs> I just own them cuz I'm allowed. I know, I'm just making a joke. That's the 
that's the liberal Democrat line. You right wingers and you yeah. gun and your guns. Gun nut racist homophobes, blah, blah, yeah. blah. White supremacist. That's right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You own guns because you're white. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I like being lumped into that group, that group yeah. thing. Well, there's always that, dude. Dude, you got accused this week of being highly homophobic. Oh, highly homophobic. Oh, I know because of the, the I'm sure because of the uh, Dave Grohl video. Yeah, because you said you didn't want a swishy guy f- serving you drinks. I, I don't want a swishy guy serving me drinks. That's just, <laughs> that's just a fact. Yeah. I, that is just a fact. I've flown on many, many uh, flights where they have a swishy airline attendant, and I do not want some baggy guy serving me drinks. <laughs> I mean, that's just the fact. I mean, that's my preference. How's that? Right. It's, his prefer- it's his preference to be swishy. It's my preference not to be served drinks by a yeah. swishy dude. It's just funny. It was clearly somebody that has no idea about the show. <laughs> and they and they searched, you know, they were searching Foo Fighters or something on yes. um on YouTube. And they yeah. came up, they came up on the um on that segment and were like, these guys are really homophobic. And I was like, <laughs> Uh, and then of course thank god there was somebody that came in and goes i think they're being sarcastic (laughs) yeah no shit (laughs) so funny i love it (laughs) yeah my nephew my nephew watched that segment and uh he said he said you made a made a good point he says you know by by today's uh youtube's uh you know standards that that video should be banned sure you know yeah, no, it should be. It absolutely should be, you know, but whatever it is. um, <laughs> It's not. So girls a lefty. Well, so he can. I, I'm glad. I'm glad it's not because it gave us good fodder for the, uh, the Wednesday exclusive for the, um, or that wasn't, ex- that yeah. wasn't the exclusive. No, was the, that, exclu- uh, that, the, no, the, the ice was, fishing, uh, yeah, the ice fishing causes prostitution. That was the exclusive this week. That's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah so i i thought that was funny i i, I got a chuckle out of rewatching that again <laughs> yeah it was funny the ice fishing was funny too i know i love that too that shit was funny just that guy going like what <laughs> prostitution yeah, just just doing that double take yeah if, too if, he funny. Was drinking, if he was drinking something he had definitely done a spit take with <laughs> <laughs> too good (laughs) so well i'm glad uh i'm glad we get those random comments from people who aren't regulars or who just happen to stumble across the show yeah well it happens i mean that's was was that on a was that on a rumble comment or was that on youtube YouTube? i I still put clips up i put like i clip just enough to where we can't really get in trouble with fucking stupid ass youtube yeah and and that's what i and that's what was up there and and even even with that little tiny clip, I think it's two minutes long. Still, <laughs> still, what the hell? Yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'm not gonna miss YouTube. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh well. Well, when he, anyway, what else is going on this week? Um, I don't know. I went out. That's a shock. You did. Oh yeah. You said you and John and, and Stephanie and no, 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 that's, that's supposed to happen in a few weeks. This is, oh, I just went you and me, Kelly. Yeah. Me and Kelly just went and, um, and had a, 
a fairly liquid lunch. I mean, we did eat, but it was definitely a liquid lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a lot of drinks were, were uh, consumed. But yeah, we just went out and, um, you know, dude, it's so, it's so weird the way that this whole labor thing is where, and I can't for the life of me figure it out. I can't figure out what people are doing to, to make their livings that so many people are not working. Yeah. Well, that, that's been a, you know, a, a subject of conversation, uh, with, with me and my employers and people I work with. It's where is everybody? Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, we, we went to a restaurant that we don't normally go to and, um, and we went there specifically because they had gentleman Jack, which is what Kelly likes to drink. Mm -hmm. So we, we go there and it's, it was, it was lunchtime, but it was after the rush, the lunch rush. We, we went there at like one 30 okay. on Thursday. So it's like, if there was a lunch rush, it was over. And there was maybe, I don't know. I, I would say six or seven people total in the restaurant. Okay. There was one cook and one server, and that's all I saw in the place. And it's a fairly big place. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a place that probably seats, I would say, a hundred. And there was two fucking people. Yeah. And and big sign on the door that said, you know, please be patient with us, you know, due to severe worker, you know, Shortage. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shortages. Yeah. And I was like, wow. You know, I, I guess because I don't go anywhere, I don't really feel it or see it or anything. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I was like, damn, there ain't nobody working in this motherfucker. Yeah, it's, I, I, I've seen that in a few places. Now, I, I did go to, to the Radius for lunch today, and they seem to have plenty of people. The place was just packed. Right. You know, there, there was a lot of people there today, and they weren't short of any staff at all. They, they've been fully staffed. So uh, again, I don't know where the workers are at a lot of other places, but I have seen, and I have heard where businesses are either not even able to open because they don't have enough people to work the place. Right. You know, it's just like, and I, and I'm like you, where, where are the people? Where did they go? Yeah. You know, are, I, I, it's, are, are they, did they stow away enough money during the, the government payout money that they're still not working or what are they doing? Yeah. I don't know. Or is everybody's mom's basement actually full with kids now or what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man, but it was, it was, it was very, very weird seeing that. And you know, like my daughter works at a pizza shop and she, she just left her pizza job for another pizza job. And that leaves her pizza shop to having like five total employees at a, at a chain, at a chain pizza shop. Mm. You know, I mean, she was working at a pizza hut and a pizza hut has five employees. How can that fucking be? I don't know. Maybe everybody's driving Uber or, or Lyft or, well, they're all doing the DoorDash now. Yeah. They're, they're doing the DoorDash. Yeah. They're, they're well, all doing the DoorDash because you don't have to deal with the fucking assholes in the, <laughs> I think a lot of people are doing that though. I think, I think that is what a lot of people are doing for their jobs now is Lyft, Uber and DoorDash or Uber eats or Postmates or, you know, whatever those mm -hmm. types of gigs, because you don't have to deal with any fucking assholes. Yeah. Aside from the people that you drop their food off to. Yeah. But even then, I mean, most of the time it's, it's, you know, they knock on the door you and they leave it at the, the door. door. They drop it at the door and they dash. Yeah. DoorDash. Exactly. <laughs> 
it was it was somebody who finally who finally had a useful uh use for uh ding dong ditch yeah <laughs> well i ain't gonna lie dude when doordash comes because uh, i know you've probably never used doordash i'm assuming right doordash no well when you use doordash they they keep you info informed with texts okay. you know so and so picked up your food so and so is in your neighborhood so and so is has arrived and then you get a text if you don't go to the door and answer the door then you get a text that says so and so left your food at the door and you get a picture of the fucking food you know at the door and that's when i go and get it because yeah. i like you i'm like you i don't even want to deal with the people half the time so i don't want to be fucking bothered the only time i get a text that there's something at the door is when an ex-girlfriend shows up and drops wine at the door and says <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> That's a nice text. Enjoy that wine I dropped off at your front door. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> like what? What? What the fuck? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Ex chicks. I've had a run of them lately. Yeah. Very weird. Well, they're around. They, they are. They, they. I think of you. I think of you. <laughs> you do. Good God for you. <laughs> you, you 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 killed the goose that laid the golden egg as far as i'm concerned yeah. yeah once you're out you're out yes instead of spending my money on you i i spend it on stuff that uh it's gonna serve me well god damn it now get that's right <laughs> get off my lawn right <laughs> little gavin mcginnis there <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's a very weird thing. And uh, I guess uh, Chicago is uh, lifting their mask mandate starting on Monday. So you don't have to go around wearing a mask in Chicago proper. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Wow. How 2019 of them. <laughs> but I still see people driving around solo in their car with with their mask on. I will admit, I didn't see a single mask when I was out. Not well, one. On my side of the world, you know, on, on the free side of the world, I don't yeah. see masks. The minute I cross the state line, I see right. the masks. They're everywhere. <laughs> I still see people walking on the sidewalk, uh, right. solo, wearing a mask outside. It's like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> but, but, the, but the people driving in the car solo with a mask on is the one that still gets me. So, yeah, no. So, so it's like your it's like your daily gear that you put on. It's just like let me see, wallet, jacket, gloves, mask. Yeah, <laughs> it's part of the, it's part of their gear. It's it's, it's it's literally the same as shoes for them. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Shoes check, mask check. Yeah, <laughs> don't walk outside without your mask. No, don't want to get the cooties. Yeah, it's bizarre. I know strange man but uh, we live in a weird very strange world yeah we do well given given uh well since it's still early in this year given uh it's still early and given the uh world upheaval and given that the uh midterm elections are coming up in the fall yeah and uh so on and so forth uh what do you what do you anticipate uh say the the spring and the summer months are going to be like in the, in the U S as far as, you know, uh, attitude, freedoms, restrictions, 
anything from gasoline prices to uh, availability to go to events, things like that. Do you think it's going to be more normal than it's been in the last two oh, years? Yeah. Or, do you, or do you think it's going to be something that's just waiting around the corner for the other shoe to drop? Dude, it's election time. These these fucking cocksucking Democrat fuckwads, they, they need something to hang their ha- hat on. And it clearly isn't Biden's empty head. So... You know, they, they need to be able to hang their hat on the see we ended COVID. <laughs> so that I mean that's all they got. That's sure. all they got to hold on to. So you know that that's I think it's gonna go back to somewhat no, I think gas is gonna stay fucking extremely high, especially yeah. if we're in World War Three or whatever. I mean, well, I think gas is gonna be high. Gas near me is creeping up almost to four dollars a gallon now yeah well thank god we cut off that pipeline you know yeah. thank god we did that so that we could rely on the russian oil <laughs> <laughs> first good. day in office i'm shutting off the pipeline in the u.s fuck yeah. us good play but you know and as far as like covid cards and all that shit that shit's all gonna go away i think yeah. it's gonna hang this summer i think it's gonna hang around through this summer because businesses are still going to be a little iffy about if they could be sued or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the summer, that shit's done. Yeah. That's my guess. I mean, of course, I don't know, but I know one place that it's done. Pinball PA. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you ever have a COVID restriction in place? I didn't think Absolutely did. not. That's that just is the mark of a right winger run business. Uh, of course it is. You don't have any care for people's safety. It's I all really about don't. Your, your greediness and yeah. capitalizing on the situation. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, so no, we, we never, we never once, we never once, even when the governor and all that other shit was saying, you have to do, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, we never did it. You don't care about the public safety. You're right. Don't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I, I, I like those businesses that, that step up and go, what, what do I look like? The CDC? What, what am I supposed to do? Checking people's uh, health uh, situations? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not, I'm not going to p- pretend I'm one at my business. Right. Of course. You know, nobody expects to go to a fucking pinball place to be fucking given a medical exam. So right. fuck off. I'm not doing yeah. it. Yep. Step over here for the prostate exam, sir. Yeah, no. Before you can play my games. No. And believe me, I don't want I don't want any part of any of it. <laughs> you know what? Show me a playing card and I'll say it was a fucking vax card. I really don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> show me a show show me a a a, a, a complimentary uh dance card from the local strip club and I'll I'd say, "Yep, that looks pretty healthy to me." Dude, anything. A fucking punch card from a coffee shop. Good enough. <laughs> show, Fine. Show show me your speedway frequent uh frequent uh what do you call that? The the coffee club card. <laughs> show me a postcard from a rest stop. I'm good. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> show, show me a receipt from the uh store the 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 uh department store next door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, f- fuck that dumb governor over there in Pennsylvania. That fucking twat bag. Yeah. 
Oh well. Well, let's let's hope something good happens. I I see that uh the that big Motley Crew uh Poison Def Leppard Joan Jet tour is back on schedule. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I guess that's happening. Yippee. Yay. Can't People, wait to not go to that. Is that the third year that we've been waiting or they have the yeah. people who are going have waited? I think this is the third summer. Well, yeah. three, third time's a charm, I guess. So yeah, just just think of all that money that Live Nation collected and we're sitting on collecting interest on. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't have minded waiting another year. That's yeah, probably true. They probably made more money on interest sitting on all that money. Yeah. Just, you know, just not having to spend it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm hopeful for me personally. I'm hopeful that we can get past all these stupid restrictions and get back to just going to shows and shit. And, you know, like um, our our friend Mariah, they started their tour with Slash um, yesterday. And man, I would like to go see that. That's a fucking, that is a Chris Aiken approved show there. Slash with plush. That fucking rules. Now is now a slash coming around or have there been any dates near you or anything like that? Nothing, nothing. It's just East coast. It's, it's so, up and so down. Far. East coast. So, so far. far. Yeah. So far. But yeah, I, I was texting with Mariah yesterday and I was like, you excited? And she's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she's like, she's hoping for slash. <laughs> yeah. So is, um, do you know if GNR is doing any shows this year at all? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You know, I don't know if if it's a slash year or a GNR year or if they're just doing these dates in between. G- I mean, I would imagine that GNR will be on the summer festival circuit if there is going to be festivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're arguably the biggest concert draw in, in the world right now. <laughs> for the last how long have they been back together what five years six five years, years or something yeah yeah they're still on the never in this lifetime tour yeah <laughs> and, it, it, and it just lasts a lifetime yeah the <laughs> funny thing on is on and on and on the funniest thing dude there's a segment out there from us and it's it's titled why the gnr tour will or why the gnr reunion will never happen <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like god damn we were way off on that no I, I don't think anybody saw that coming but uh i guarantee you and i think i think we had talked about this uh when it was announced that had uh slash not uh had that ugly divorce with that perla yeah. it may not have never happened probably wouldn't uh, have because he got raped pretty good and is just like well you know i can put my differences aside with axel and make a shit ton of money back and she won't get a fucking dime of it because my divorce will be over before this even starts i can make a 50 million a summer fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do that yeah i paid her off 30 mil but i'll make that back just the summer and then some can you imagine can you imagine making that kind of fucking cake for, yeah. for three months time mm-hmm. it's nice yeah that's 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 good that's good money there <laughs> Well, I hope Slash doesn't get stupid and hook up with another chick and get married. He's already hooked up with another chick. Is he married to her yet? He's not married to her, but I, I saw a post on something the other day about a picture of him and the chick, and this is the true love of my life. Oh, love. My I was like, and, oh, and, Jesus. And what was Perla to you then? If she, she, wasn't she the true love of your life? She was the, uh, she was the pin number of his life, apparently. <laughs> Just knew his pen and took his money. I mean, I mean, look at look at uh, Axel. You know, he he uh, got involved with that Stephanie Seymour chick, right? And, and after that was over, that was it. 
Right. But, yeah. No, not, not anymore. Not as far as we know anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. I just know it just is like, wow. You know what? Why is he your slash for God's sakes, just bang chicks. <laughs> or, or if you don't want to bang chicks in general, just, just keep one, you know, just keep one around. Yeah. Do it ace freely style and stop with the, stop with all the posting of the, the look at us and the true love of my life and all that bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I hate when, you know, it's like, I don't understand why guys do that kind of stuff because that always comes back to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's always phony. It's always phony. It's always the same fucking, the same guys that are doing it are the same guys that are, you know, behind the scenes. When you talk to them, they're like, I hate that fucking bitch. <laughs> I wish she'd have a fucking stroke and die. It's like, what? Why do you? Why do you gotta go out on social media and post that shit? Well, dude, it's just like that fucking that Chris Watts and his chick. That she, what was her name? Shaylin Watts or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she had her Facebook life where it was like the perfect family. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my husband. Oh, everything was perfect. Then he, then he fucking murdered her and stuffed the kids in an oil rig. (laughs) <laughs> it's like jesus that's pretty far from the perfect life on facebook yeah especially especially since he uh you know he was already moving on with another chick yeah that chick was pretty hot too yeah i will say that i i'm not saying i understand why he did what i what he did because that's pretty fucking brutal no, what he did, but, I, but you you know it's it's i don't condone what he did but i understand yeah <laughs> And seeing that girl with her fucking big ass titties and her fucking finely shaped ass. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You're looking at a pregnant wife and, and you're banging that on the side. I get why you wouldn't want to fucking come home to the pregnant wife. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I, and the, the other one that I don't get is, is, uh, you know, like, like say like Tommy Lee and, you know, Pam Anderson mm-hmm. <clears throat> or, you know, I, or I was rewatching, um, animal kingdom yeah yeah because the first time that i watched it i only watched it one time through okay and so i i restarted watching it again and and you know enjoying it even more than i did the first time around you know right and uh it's these guys that that get hooked up with a really good looking girl and you know nice nice girl and banging the shit out of her goes i want to put a baby in you (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah, what are you like, doing? Just stop. The only thing you should want to put in in her is your dick. Right. I I I don't understand, and I don't I don't know that I've met anybody personally, uh, any guy friends personally over the years. I've never met. Man, I'm trying to get my chick pregnant. I've never I've never heard that. No, well, we all, and I say we, because I did this too. We all lie about it. When, when we find out they're pregnant, we all absolutely lie. And are like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> We're going to have a baby. Look at the ultrasound. No, please. Every one of us is like, God damn it. Why didn't I wear a rubber? <laughs> Every guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't understand that. It's just like, why are you knocking that fine piece of ass up? Why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, dude, the worst is, uh, and I have one friend that's doing this now, and I'm sure you've had friends that are doing this in the past. As they start getting a little bit older, 
and they don't have kids or a wife or whatever, then they start thinking that that's the piece that's missing in their life. Everybody always that's looking for the fact. missing. I'm not going to say on the air. I'll say no. in, I'll, <laughs> the piece the that's missing. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I'll oh. tell you who it is. I'm going to, I'm going to grow old, lonely. I'm going to, I'm not going to carry on the name. Oh, stop it. That's honestly. Well, I got to be honest with you. Um, that, uh, after I'm done, uh, there is no more Neely. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's over. I'm the last of the Mohicans here. (laughs) But I hear that from, from this person constantly about he's he's got to find the right chick because you know he's got a time's running out i'm like time's never running out dude you could be 70 years old and bang yeah. out some chick some chick yeah. that's old, you know young enough to still have children or whatever yeah, as long as there's viagra you can fucking have a kid yeah but you know? uh yeah i mean my i have a brother he's 10 years older than me and he banged out two girls and then, uh, then there's me, I don't have any children and, yeah. uh, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's the end of the line. Then I've got four sisters and they've got kids, but they're not Neely's. They're whatever they married to. Yeah. Well, and the truth is, is kids don't, kids don't make anything better necessarily. You know, they don't, they don't enhance the relationship. That's for fucking sure. You know, it's, it, I think I've told this story before. I know I wrote it in one of the books, but fucking me and me and Georgetta broke up for, um, I don't know, about two months. And that was my fucking brilliance to have her come back was to come back under the guise of we can have another baby and that'll fix things. (laughs) That was our, that was my, and that was out of my head, not her. That was your thoughts. huh? That was my goddamn ignorant thought. It was like, and how old were you at that point? Um, well, the boys were born in 93, so 92, 24. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. 24. I was 24 and I was like, well, this'll fix it. If we have another kid. Meanwhile, we fought every goddamn day <laughs> from the minute Kylie was born. I mean, every fucking day. So the, the theory of having another kid, oh, that'll be fucking, that'll be the fix. Yeah. That will be the fix. And boy, was it not. Instead, instead we had twins and then we were then then reality set in that we can't even afford the one kid. Now we got three. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, we, we, we this is this is shit I know I haven't talked about on the show. <laughs> we were so fucking poor. We were we were staying in these apartments in fucking Northfield. Okay. Uh, and um it was a um it was a two bedroom apartment in the basement and we had a walk-in closet and we took everything out of the walk-in closet and put a crib on each side of the walk-in closet. Yeah, you, you did tell that story on the show. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if I told her or not, but yeah. dude, we were, we were busted. I mean, busted. We were so fucking busted broke. I'm so broke. I can't even pay attention. Oh my God, dude. And, Literally, I, I was that I was the asshole that fucking had the rabbit ears on top of I had a ridiculously expensive TV that I bought, you know, before before reality set in. Right. And with rabbit ears on the top because I couldn't afford cable. <laughs> it was bad, man. 
just didn't have nothing, nothing. Come home, deal with her. Oh, for a little bit, we were on the system. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I was fucking as broke as a joke, man. Yeah, it was bad. But... Was this during the time you were burning animals? Uh, right before it or right, right between before. it. I was, I, I was frying people and animals and whatnot. And that job fucked me up too much. So I quit it. And then I went to work at a moving company and that job just sucked. That job sucked about as bad as burning people did. That was just fucking really a bad job. And then, um, I got fired from that for punching somebody. And, um, so I was unemployed for about three months waiting to get into the metal place to, to work in the steel mill. Yeah. And during that time I had no income at all coming in. So I was, I was on Wick and on the system. They brought me cheese and milk and cereal and shit just to feed the kids. I mean, we were eating nothing. Yeah. Fucking ramen noodles with splurging with a piece of cheese on the ramen. <laughs> or even a hot dog cut up in it. What you think I can afford hot dogs? <laughs> hot dogs are like two dollars a pack, dude. Couldn't afford that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough life, man. Dude, it was bad. I was happy with dude. I, I remember being happy when we when we progressed from fucking ramen to spaghetti. Wow, look at that. That was like a step up because you could buy 24 ramen packs for like a dollar 99 or whatever the shit costs. I don't remember what it costs, but you know, it, it was super fucking cheap. And then spaghetti was like a dollar a box, but that only made like three meals where, where the ramen made 12 meals for me right. and her. Oh, look at that. <laughs> you had that all figured out. I did because that was like a promotion to go from ramen to fucking spaghetti. Sure. So then we were eating spaghetti every goddamn day for a while. I mean, every day. Yeah. Then every once, every once in a while, you might slide in a pork chop. Wow. And holy shit. If that wasn't like fucking eating a, a $200 steak at Ruth Christ, I don't know what was one fucking pork chop. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, there were some lean days, man. That is for sure. Wow. Yeah, I I, I remember being, you know, uh, struggling to to make it when I was a young married fella, a right. foolish married fella. I was a uh, I was a truck mechanic, and I was making four dollars and twenty five cents an hour. Oh, big money. Yeah, four twenty five an hour, and I was I was literally working seventy hours a week. Right. You know, and no overtime. It was seventy hours straight time. No, and, uh, you know, just, just busted my knuckles up and, and, uh, you know, working as a, as an apprentice truck mechanic. Right. And I had a very, uh, ungrateful wife (laughs) who couldn't keep a job to save her life. She, (laughs) I, I, I swear to God, uh, we were only married for just under three years. Right. She got fired five times in that three years. Wow. Five times. Yeah. She, it, it was one of two things, right? Either she couldn't make it to work on time. She'd always be late or she was mouthing off. Right. You know, and she'd get the, get the boot <laughs> you know, just to, because she just, just, she just couldn't keep that mouth under control. And she had to tell her boss what for. Right. Cause she always knew better. Of course she did. So, 
So she'd always lose her job just because she's, she's just a big mouth. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can relate to that. I've yeah. lost several running my fucking hole. Yeah. Glad, glad uh, that didn't work out. And that ended as, as soon as it did, because hanging in there for almost 25 years, like you did is I, I wouldn't be here stupid. Today. It's I, stupid. I, just I, say I it today. I, I would have never been able to pursue this show had, had I stuck it out like you did. Dude, it was so stupid. Everything about my life in that time was so fucking stupid. There's no other way to put it. It was just a stupid, bad existence. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could tell story after story after story and everybody quickly chimes in about, you know, what a fucking moron. And I'm, I'm agreeing with all of you. I was absolutely a fucking moron. I should have been out of that. I should have been out of that relationship a year in. Yeah. Honestly, if, if, if we would have been smart, we would have, if we wouldn't have had to get married to get to know each other, then we would have fucking never got married. Like if, if we honestly, if, if we were, if we would have met here instead of in Korea, where then we instantly got separated unless we were married. If we would have met here in the States and dated, we would have broke up after a year. No question. No question in my mind. We would have broke up after a year. Yeah. But it wasn't meant to be. So instead we stayed together 23. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just remember when I decided that, uh, I, I had enough and I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do it anymore. It was, it was, uh, two days before new years of, uh, 85, 86. And, and I literally had not spoken with her to her for boy, it, probably been a week right and and she approached me she you know, i was sitting on the couch reading and she came over to the couch and stood there in front of me and she she goes hey hey and I, so i kind of looked up at her from what i was reading she goes you haven't talked to me in a week what I, what are you thinking and i said well i'm gonna be very honest with you this is what i'm thinking new year's coming up in a couple of days not spending it with you <laughs> That's exactly what I told her, and the and words out of her mouth were exactly okay. Make me a deal, and I'll leave. Wow, make me a deal. Make Jesus. me a deal, and I'll leave. All right. So I gave her five grand in cash and and uh, the new car, and that was good enough for See her. Oh, that's of, good. Out of here. Here's five grand. Take the car. Get out of here. Right. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> that's that's pretty cheap, really. It was. It was cheap. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, it took six months to do a disillusion summary cause I was living in California. Right. So, so the, um, so it was over in September. It was officially final in September. Okay. Right. So by the time we got around to getting it filed and all that other bullshit, you know, it was already may, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. know, that, that, that not speaking to them must be part of the thing because I literally last week I was talking to my ex and she said that to me. She said, she said, I know it was over when you didn't speak to me for a week. And I, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't remember that. I don't even think it was on purpose. I think it was just, I didn't like her. So I didn't talk to her and you know, it, it, it it turned out to be for days at a time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I really don't remember that. Like, I don't remember sitting around being mad and going, not going to talk to this fucking. No, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. It was just like, you just sort of like ice them out. Yeah. You're just like, you just sort of of ice them out. That's it. You're done. I got nothing more to say to you. I know you stay in the same home as I do. 
Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, you're just like a piece of furniture here. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I looked at it. What you've been listening to Georgetta talking to me? Because that's that's literally what she said to me was she felt like a piece of furniture. And that's how it is. That's that's <laughs> the way that I looked at it. I didn't I didn't look at her, didn't consider her, acted like she wasn't even there, just went yeah. about my business, and it was just like totally iced out for good. Yeah. Same. I mean, I, I didn't realize it, but yeah, same. Had <laughs> enough. Exactly. So that's, that's how that just ended with me. And, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, unfortunately there, there was a bit of drama that happened, uh, you know, during the months of being, uh, you know, on the, on our way to being d- divorced, right. You no know, things. I had nothing to do with it, but somehow I got dragged into it because of her stupidity. Right. That was that dude, right? Wasn't there another dude? Well, there was, a, there were several things. There were okay. several things. She, she got involved with the guy who lived next door to me. Right. And I only knew this because she was coming out of his apartment when he was away. <laughs> and I, and I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And then, then she just, oh, well, he just asked me to watch his apartment while he's on deployment because he was in the air force. Right. And then, you know, she got, then he and she came over like a week later and he wanted to clear the air with me and basically tell me that, that he's seeing her. And I was like, hey, good luck with you. Said, Have fun. And that's what I told him. I said, I said, hey, if you can handle her, you're a better man than I am. Right. And, and you know, the, the look on his face was just like, he says, can I ask you what you mean by that? I said, oh, you'll find out. <laughs> and within weeks, and I know I've told this story before, this guy come knocking on my door, crying tears. Oh, boy. And told me that he wished he, he wished he had listened to me <laughs> and how sorry he was. He even gotten involved. I'm sure he was at that point. You no. Know, and, and he was all apologetic and wanted my forgiveness. It's like, dude, there's nothing to forgive. Forgiveness. I, yeah. For, for, for seeing my ex-wife, you know, it's oh. like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Have at it. He got her a ring and everything. Oh. You know, the whole diamond ring and the whole bullshit thing. And it's just like, yeah, I bought her a ring. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Phil is putting the good stuff in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yep. It was kind of funny. And then, you know, then she moved in with some lady who was a lesbian, but I don't think she knew she was a lesbian. And then the lesbian lady was making moves on her and you know it was just like you know i don't swing that way and then the lesbian lady got upset because she wasn't uh you know she she wasn't you know uh bowing to her wishes per se and so the lesbian lady calls me out of the blue i have no idea who she is and she calls me up and tells me that the ex is sick and that i need to come to attend to her right and it was just because she just was, wasn't eating properly, which is basically all it was. Right. And, uh, then, uh, about a week later, she calls me frantically asking me to come help her move out of there because this lady wants her out of the house. <laughs> did you help her? I did help because that's what my nature. You? Yeah. I'm a helpful right. person. I mean, I could have, I could have harsh feelings toward people, but, but yeah. I did, I went over there and helped her box up her shit and I let her leave it at my place. Until she got, uh, yeah, I know I, I did it, you know, just, just for the, the P 
peace and harmony. I, I am not a guy who could live with a discourse. Right. You know, I, I live a very, very peaceful existence and I don't invite this kind of thing. But when this ends up on my doorstep, I try to resolve it and get it to move on without, uh, you know, too much collateral damage. Yeah, I, I'd say. I know you take a harder stand on that kind of stuff, and you're a little more of a bitter fuck than me. I am now, but but, uh, but me, I, I've always tried to find a peaceful resolution, regardless of the situation. You know. Yeah, I'm and, usually and up for a good fight, and, and, it's, <laughs> and it served me well. And and as I know you're well aware, I've had people come back to me saying, uh, no. you know, like yeah, go out there and live in that harsh world, and then you can come back and say you know what? You're a pretty fucking nice guy. Yeah. Well, better you than me, my friend. I know. I know. Everybody's got their own standards, but that's what happened to be mine. It doesn't, you know, the, the, the thing is, is, is there's a old saying out there that's, uh, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Mm -hmm. And then that's me. It's like, just because I'm kind to you or, you know, try to be a, a, a decent person. Don't think that I'm weak because of it, because I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to let that happen again. It is weird how you put some years between you. And then all of a sudden the ladies think that there is like a change, like, like your opinion is going to soften or whatever, <laughs> you know, dude, it is. It is so weird. This comes up this week. Cause, um, you remember, remember Teresa that I was dating yes, for a minute Yes. and and she was here in the show. And, and, you know, when I was talking about, we were just yeah, having a good conversation. There's going to be a fucking going on right. here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Her, she, um, she hit me up out of the blue this week and asked me if I would consider doing a website for her HOA. And I was like, okay. Is that the first time you've heard from her in a while? First time I've heard from her since we broke up. Wow. Look at that. How many, how many years ago was that? 10, eight, like six or seven anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, well, yeah, it's probably like eight years ago now that I'm thinking about it. Cause it was, yeah. it was like 13 or 14, wasn't it? When I was run? no, it was way or it was like when I first came back to the show, wasn't it? That's, well, that was 2012. Yeah. So it's, it's like 10, 12 or 13. Man, it's been like, like nine years. years. 10 years jesus time fucking flies yeah i know <laughs> yeah that's the first time i've heard from her i guess in nearly a decade mm -hmm. and she she literally is like i don't want to start anything i just wanted to know if you're still doing this and i was yeah. like hey whatever you know i'll always make money yeah of course you know that's fine with me mm -hmm. we'll yeah. see if that materializes but well, regardless I, if it does or it doesn't i mean yeah. i mean look at look at you still uh living in people's heads yeah and I, well you know what though i in my head though i'm always suspicious of that well of course you gotta be it's like I'm well is this is this somebody trying to get a toehold in because yeah. using that as a guise to get in mm -hmm. yeah and that's that's kind of what my initial thought was is you know is is she trying to tiptoe her way back in mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah and and to be to be fair i'm not about to go and creep her fucking facebook page or whatever <laughs> to figure out if she's married or single or what i could give a shit but right to get you you know but but on her side it, would that shock me not even a little bit no no so i'm, I'm always is, i'm always you know a little suspicious or a little suspect of that kind yeah. of stuff always 
Yeah. I, I just, you know, it's just like, um, yeah, I, I know who I am. I know what I'm, you know, I know what I'm about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, and I sleep soundly at night knowing that I didn't do you wrong. Right. You know, so, so whatever the case may be, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. It, it's a def, it's definitely an interesting stage in life that I'm in right sure. now. Cause it's just a lot of things are coming back to me that, uh, you know, I thought we're way in the past and it just proved to me and it's been proof to me that I've conducted myself properly. Sure. Yeah. Well, you're heartless though. So you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't ever fucking have any emotion to put out there. You, yeah, uh, you are a heartless, bitter fuck. So no, nobody's ever going to, you're never going to be knocked over by, see, that's the difference. I, I definitely wear my emotions on my sleeve and I sometimes mm-hmm. get sucked into it. And I admit it. I freely admit it. Mm-hmm. You are so fucking heartless. There's no chance. There's no <laughs> chance. I don't even believe you. You love these girls when you're dating these girls. Well, they, they, they were there. There's a, there's another old saying that go, don't look for miss Mrs. Right. Just look for Mrs. Right now. I honestly think that they're just a convenience to you. I don't know if it's a convenience so much as it's, uh, it's, it's what's happening right now. It's bringing the entertainment home. It comes home to you. <laughs> it's a convenience. <laughs> I cannot, I, I can't ever see you being out there and just being like, Oh my God, man, when I see her, I just fucking feel this way or what you know i i'm I'm betting you've never felt that way in your entire fucking life i I wouldn't say that i wouldn't say never there's only there's only been two yeah and probably neither since you turned 25 (laughs) Uh, so i am i right am i right on that no no, i i would say you're wrong on one of them is is one of them that one that i know yes well you know of with the r Yes. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right, and that wasn't that long ago. I guess it was. What, years ago? Years? 15? No, it's been, it, well, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, two, between 2000 and 2007 to 2010. Okay. Yeah. 2011 around there. Yeah. Another one that I ruined it for, for you. <laughs> you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I know. Other than she hated me. <laughs> yeah. Well, who didn't? I know any, anybody you date hates me. Well, you know, again, it's, it's, the, he's so crude. He's yeah. crude. He talks <laughs> bad. He says bad words. He's influencing you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's the word I got from your ex. He's influencing oh, yeah. you. Well, they all believe that. And, yeah. and meanwhile, my ex could not have been, I don't know what she was thinking when she said that kind of shit, because it was like, holy shit, you know who you married an absolute fucking scumbag. I never pretended I wasn't a scumbag. Right. You know, so I don't know why she thought something different, but yeah, it was your fault. It was my fault. (laughs) You're on the air. Hey guys, Mark from Oregon. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Mark from Oregon. Just a couple quick questions. Yes. I was listening to the 24-hour stream the other night, and I was going to ask Chris, did you end up seeing Jeff Tate with that first original uh, band lineup with Bobby and um, Rudy and all those guys? The Queensryche 
shows? Well, not Queensway. Jeff Tate after he left. Remember where he had Bobby and Rudy Sarzo in his band, and you guys I... were passing on him because he didn't. Well, they, he, didn't know he, the he played in Kent, right? And you talked to his. Uh, that his... wasn't, but that wasn't with that lineup. No, he played acoustic in Kent. I don't think I saw that lineup, bro. Okay, but you you said you had you were going to go and see the tickets, so I didn't know if it ever even transpired because it's been so many years. So I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> no, I I don't think I saw that lineup. No. <laughs> Did they ever even play a show together? I a, think there uh, was a studio team. thing, to be honest with you. I don't I don't think that they actually toured as that yeah, I line. I don't think so either. Okay. And Neil, I have one question for you. All right. I'm uh I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm actually Chris is age fifty-four. I was diagnosed with uh colon cancer a few months ago. Oh my dude. And uh well I had an operation and I'm going through chemo, but uh I've got a substantial amount of money in the bank and um, I've, I had a falling out with my brother and we haven't talked in years. Wow. And I'm not really sure. Cause I know you're single and you never, well, you've been married once, but if you were to, I mean, when you leave this earth, what do you, what are you going to do with your assets? You're going to leave it to a family member or what are you going to do? with? It? Well, I got some thoughts on that. I, I, I do have some thoughts. Uh, you know, again, once I'm gone, I don't give a shit what happens to it. The place could burn down as far as I'm concerned, well, but, yeah, right. but if, but if I were to bequeath my worldly possessions to anybody, I, I definitely yeah. have some definite thoughts as to where a lot of it would go. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. Cause I'm kind of in that, I mean, not, I don't know what my prognosis is going to be long-term, but I just got to start thinking about these things. Well, boy, that's, that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough, uh, you know, bit of news. I, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah. I hope the prog uh, prognosis is, is positive and you'll be with us for a long time. Well, I've gone through four chemo treatments, but to be honest with you, I mean, it's killing me not to kill me if that makes any sense. And I don't know how much more of this shit I can take. Wow. I, mean, I listen to Colts and what he went through with all that burn crap and i sit there and, and try not to feel sorry for myself well again but, yeah. I, i'm not in your position and believe me that's that is a tough thing but and i know this is i know this is i'm not an expert in any way shape or form but i do know the the uh the power of positive mental attitude has a lot to do with uh you know your well-being again i i don't know but but that's what's always got me through good things, bad things is, is trying to keep a positive mental attitude. And, and, you know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, I often talk about evil can evil. And that's one of the things he always talked about was, you know, a positive mental attitude, you know, and, and it's, it's not easy to have one all the time. I mean, Chris would probably be more to talk about that than I am, but uh, I can tell you from my personal circumstances that no matter how tough things were good or bad i've tried to keep a positive mental attitude about things and it always seems to pull you through well you know it's the strange thing about the whole thing was when my doctor told me how you know i was i've got a problem and i take care of it immediately after i went in for surgery and everything was done i mean i chalk it up to like an appendicitis i don't even think about it i don't think i mean if i have to go then that's god's will you know but uh, I, I don't lose a moment sleep over it um, yep. it's just the chemo and how it drains you. And it just takes, it just ebbs a little bit of your life away every time you do it. And I really just wonder if it's really making a difference. It's really, it just bothers me. Well, dude, anyway, the, 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 the thing with it is, and I mean, I obviously don't know chemo other than I watched my kid do it for a year, 
you know um yeah. but i mean i've as we is not a secret i've been through the wars and, and i've been and i've been through the wars that i wasn't supposed to get through you know and the the thing that carried me through is very much like neely said it's i never ever never not one time had oh poor me thoughts i i would not allow myself to have it and i mean did i have thoughts i was going to yeah. die absolutely i did there was no question in my mind certain days the way i felt when i just couldn't fucking move cuz i was in so much pain that i was that i was like man if i fall asleep and don't wake up i'm not going to be upset you know but but dude just do what you got listen to your docs do what you got to do to get through it and don't you know don't think it's forever that's the that's the worst part when you're going through it day to day hour to hour minute to minute you're fucking sick or you're hurting or whatever it feels like it's never going to end and then it does yeah you know, just hang in bro okay, well, I, i'm i'm doing the best i can guys i don't want to make it a big crappy call but i got one other question if you don't mind yeah good just thinking this the other day um with def leopard uh and i don't know why i've never thought about this before maybe you guys have talked about it but ever since steve clark died have they ever really had a hit oh uh, yeah they, they they had the uh with that sun red what was it called uh something sun off um, of paper sun paper sun yeah Okay. Well, yeah, I know after he died, the uh, journalized even had some songs that he co-wrote and there were some decent songs in there, but after that, and he had no more co-writing credits on, on future stuff. I don't ever really remember anything that was that great. To be honest with you. No, they've had hits. They've had hits for, but it's for the moms, you know, they switched from being a, a rock band to being a mom band. I mean, they've songs like, have you ever needed someone so bad and stuff like that? And, um, you know, but don't listen to that stuff, dude. That'll give you ear cancer on top of the other cancer. Jesus, what are you doing? I just prefer to listen to the, the uh, you know the first couple of albums, and that's about right. it. Exactly. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Have a good night. All right, All right man. bro. Hang in there. Okay, thanks. All right, Alan Kill. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Very sad, man. Let, hang in there, dude. Don't don't, uh, don't despair. I know it's I know those are empty words, but uh, you know, keep that positive mental attitude. That's that's the most important thing. They're not empty words, dude. I mean, it's the truth. The truth. That, look, you know. And again, I can only speak for my own health. I don't try to say that what I did was right or wrong or anything. But the fact that I didn't quit two times, even with this COVID last last yeah. fall or whatever, you know, I mean. They they absolutely wanted to fucking put the tr put the thing in my throat and end my life and I was like no not doing it and you know I was determined to get the fuck out of there and I did you know I was determined to beat it and I did you know it's you just gotta look like sometimes people get get into this place where they don't realize that your conditioning is to fight when you have to. You know, that that's kind of a basic animal instinct is that you have to fight sometimes. And this is one of those times. It's not actually fighting a person. It's fighting a fucking disease. But mm -hmm. you fight that shit back. You take the fucking chemo. You do the radiation and you get through it. And you fucking shave your head. And then you, you take a bunch of goofy pictures. And then a year from now, you laugh at the pictures because you beat the fucking cancer. Right. And, and then you look at everybody else that's whining about their fucking 
social media or whatever. And you say, fuck you, bitch. You don't know anything about fucking suffering. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so hang in there, Mark. All right. All right, dude. Well, let's take a break. I'll let you pick a tune. All right. Um, boom, boom, boom. Let me pull up my thing real quick. Cause I actually have a tune that I want to hear, but it's by a band that we don't know. So I want to okay. make sure I get the name right. It is do, 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 do. it. God damn it. Why is this loading so slow? <laughs> it is a band called voodoo moonshine voodoo moonshine. Yeah. And the song is called bring it on. Oh, how about that? Bring it on. Is it bring Ooh. it on or bring it down? Might be bring it down. I wrote bring, bring it on, but it could be bring, bring it down. down. Yeah, that's yeah. probably bring it down. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back. We've got some more stuff. And Chris, yeah. we've got some gifts. We got gifts. We've got gifts. Okay, great. So I will reveal the gifts uh, in the next uh, break. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, anyway, here it is. This is uh, Voodoo Moonshine with Bring It Down exclusively here. On your classic metal show. 